At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Our number two of a numbers game at VSEN, the Sports Betting Network, VSEN.com, the VSEN app, Fubos, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. See what I almost did there, Jeff? Do you see what happened? It's Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here. Jeff's made it through an hour, everybody. Let's give him a round of applause. Where am I? You good? I don't know where I am. Again. No, I'm kidding. We're uh, doing all right. Still to come this hour, Brady Cannon on golf. By the way, FedEx Cup starts next week. Does that interest you at all? I love that. I love betting anything that has two dimensions to it. Brady, it, Brady's not as into it, but I will talk about doesn't it. Doesn't that get progressively more interesting as the field shrinks, though, Gil? Yes, I love it. Yeah. But, but like, you know, these good golf handicappers, they have their way of doing things, and so when the field gets shrunk, it's different for them. I, I don't wait. No, I mean, I mean, the first one is just a regular golf tournament. After the first one, it gets, I'm kind of with you. Correct. Yeah. Yes, that's why our one and done at uh, primetime action stops after the first one. Are by the, you, by the you, way, I'm in last. I was going to say, are you in big <sighs> trouble as you were before the stone Kelly, for me? Kelly Bidlin has just come at it nowhere in the last couple weeks. Let's see if I have a trick up my sleeve here in the last couple weeks. Um, by the way, do you ever, we're also going to talk to Jason Weingarten here momentarily from under a cloud of smoke in Southern Cali. Talk uh, trade deadline, his baseball thoughts of the day. Um, do you ever discover, by the way, that you have a, a useless talent at any point in your life? Are you, 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 this doesn't count as that? Oh, this is, <laughs> well, hopefully this is useful. <laughs> I, I discovered over vacation, I can name, are you ready for this? I can't do this for football. I can't do it for college football. I can't do it for basketball. Although I really haven't tried with basketball. I certainly can't do it with college basketball. I can name every World Series champion of my lifetime. Can you do that? I don't know why, if, why of all sports can I do that with baseball. 
Is it because baseball neatly fits into a calendar year and all the others are like 94, 95, 96, 97, that kind of thing? There was a point I definitely could have done that pretty easily. I still could probably do it right. I, I still could probably do it right I don't, now. I don't know why. Like, you give me a year, I'm like, yep, I associate it immediately. It's very strange. But that's that's the kind of that's the kind of impact baseball has on on uh, some of our lives, and I wouldn't even consider it to be my favorite sport. But it just baseball is is part of Americana in, in a strange way. And yesterday, Vin Scully, uh, last night, the famous Dodgers announcer, Dodgers announcer beyond, but most known for his years as the sole voice of the Los Angeles Dodgers, Vin Scully passed away at the age of 94. 67 of those years, 67 of those years with the law, with the Dodgers organization, Brooklyn and Los Angeles. Um, that is just unbelievable from 1950, <clears throat> pardon me, from 1950 to 2016, part of the Dodgers organization. Could you imagine, Jeff, do you think if you live to be 94, do you think you'll pay, uh, spend 67 of them with VEASAN? Do you think that's a possibility? No. Uh, it's, it's no offense to anyone, it's not going to happen. No. <laughs> I can't imagine spending 67 years with, period, in anything. I can't imagine spending 67 minutes with anything. No, I no, mean, it's 60, just, Gil, it just. It's incredible. What, what a career, what a human being, and just so many big moments Vin was associated with, but even more than the big moments, Gil. How about just the random stories he would tell? Well, throughout every single broadcast that would just keep you on the edge of your seat. Well, that was the that was the beauty of him. And it, well, let's talk about the moments first because those are going to get the headlines, right? Um, and we'll do it sort of in crescendo order. Joe Carter's home run to win the, the World Series for the Blue Jays in 94, um, where he just went silent. Uh, Joe Carter's three-run shot to beat the Phillies off Mitch Williams where he said home run, and he went silent for over 30 seconds. And I want to say that that was the story that Vern Lundquist told, where Vin Scully actually turned his back to the action. He certainly, that was part of his hallmark, where he would just go silent. He would let the moment marinate. He would let the moment soak in. It was never about him. There was that. Obviously, 1986, the year the Mets won it, Game 6 famously. Uh, he called the, uh, the little roller up along first, behind the bag, it gets through Buckner. Here comes night, and the Mets win it. He was there. Dwight Clark, he did football for many years. He did football on CBS. Uh, he did it with, uh, with Hank Stram, I believe. And he, he called the 49ers, famous 1981 NFC championship win over the Cowboys that sent them to their first Super Bowl against the Bengals in Pontiac, Michigan, and their first Super Bowl win. But the, uh, the catch, as it became known, he ended up that call by saying, Dwight Clark is six foot four inches. He stands about 10 feet tall in this crowd's estimation. He always had the right words for the moment. When Hank Aaron broke Babe Ruth's hallowed mark of career home runs of 714, a iconic baseball number that had existed for decades, Scully said, what a marvelous moment for baseball. What a marvelous moment for Atlanta and the state of Georgia. What a marvelous moment for the country and the world. A black man is getting a standing ovation in the deep south for breaking a record of an all-time baseball idol. You just let those words sit and you get chills. And, of course, probably the most famous, 1988, Game 1, World Series, Oakland Athletics, Dodgers at Chavez Ravine. Kirk Gibson, Yard, Offek, Dennis Eckersley. In a year that has been so improbable, the impossible has happened. 
didn't have it planned like some of these modern-day announcers who clearly have preconceived what they're going to say if a certain event occurs, if a certain person wins a golf tournament, for instance. Vin just had uh, the right words at the right time in any number of situations over his 67-year career as the voice of the Dodgers. Those are the moments. But, but Jeff, what you said also, I appreciated, you know, as a baseball nerd with stats, even the great stories he told, he always had time to inject stats at the right time. Whenever there was a guy on third base, do you remember what he used to do? Whenever there was a runner on third base, Dodgers fans will know this. We always look at wild pitch stats when there's a man at third. Never hear announcers doing that. But you always have the right sort of spice of, of analytics in there. Um, Tim Kirkjian told a great, said, said something great yesterday on SportsCenter. How funny he was. He called Adrian Gonzalez. He said Adrian Gonzalez had the speed of a file cabinet. <laughs> So great, <laughs> a file cabinet. Everybody has the image of that clunky, that's, that's, that's fantastic. clunky piece of furniture. And something else, Kirkjian said, which we can really appreciate doing the show that we do on a daily basis. We have so for those who don't know, just a little behind the curtains, we have outs for an hour. There's a moment we know the exact to the second when we have to be out four times an hour. So for us, there's never a surprise. And so if Jeff and I are getting into it, for instance, on the show about whatever, we have to be cognizant of when that, when that segment ends so that we can properly time a story or a point we're trying to make, whatever. And that's with hard outs. That's knowing when that line is. Well, Kirkjian said something I think that was phenomenal yesterday, which was in Vin Scully's career, he said, he has never once had a third out interrupt any of his stories. It was magical. He would get into a story. You, you would think to yourself, oh, well, I mean, he's going to have to get interrupted by the end of this half inning by, you know, events on the diamond. And it just always seemed to work out for the magic that was Vince Scully. And so Vince Scully, at the age of 94, after 67 years with the Dodgers organization, just unbelievable. There'll never be another like him. Uh, may he rest in peace. Jason Weingarten is with us, and we will talk uh, baseball and baseball picks with Jason after the break. But, Jason, you texted me. Uh, you were in your car yesterday. You are an Angelino. You have grown up on the Dodgers. This had huge impact on you. Yeah, you know, uh, I was actually I was just finishing up dinner with a couple of my friends who are big Dodgers fans and uh, got back in the car. I was listening to the game when they announced it live, and it was uh, – you know, I almost drove off the road real quick. I was like, what? what? Did they just say that? And you and you said, and you, you said you're probably not the only person in L.A. who almost just crashed their car. Because yeah. It, it was it such was, an institution. Uh, yeah. Was, you know, he, he meant a lot to everybody. But Dodger fans, baseball fans, everybody who listened to the Dodger game in L.A., whether you were a fan or not, you know, Vin Scully was just a part of your life. And. You know, he hasn't he hasn't been the announcer for the last several seasons, but you still felt that he was the voice of the Dodgers always, you know? Yeah, it was it was not lost on me. The Dodgers were playing the Giants sort of apropos last night and the Dodgers win that. Uh, how do you feel now with the trade deadline? If we can somehow artfully or inartfully segue from this, the Dodgers obviously saw their division rival Padres make the biggest moves. Where does that change your calculus, if at all? moving forward. This well, year. I mean, 
obviously the the middle of the lineup with Tatis, Machado, and Juan Soto now is one of the best, if not the best, in the league. And the idea of Craig Kimbrell facing the middle of that lineup in a meaningful game concerns me. If I'm a Dodgers fan, or more importantly, a Dodgers better via futures, um, I think it's a uh, it's a really bad move on the Dodgers' part not getting Soto because now. They either have to win the World Series or spend an entire offseason, you know, facing questions should they have gone the extra mile and got Juan Soto. You know, it's a unwinnable spot for the Dodgers, essentially. So you you really you really do find it impactful. Like, did, did it make you want to bet the Padres in any fashion? No, no I okay. mean, well, not that much. Though. So I had, I had actually started hearing from a reliable source that Soto to the Padres was potentially happening at the all-star game. That was the first time I, I heard that uh, kind of, you know, floated, but no, I never really thought about betting the Padres based on, on the rumor. I, I still think the Dodgers are the, the way to go in the, the national league, but it's uh, never a good thing. Letting one of your main competitors get the best player in baseball. Never a good thing. Uh, we'll come back uh, after the break. Jason will join us, uh, get his picks for the day in baseball. And besides the Soto move, what was the biggest move or moves at the trade deadline that should move your betting needle? What was truly impactful that may have gotten under the radar? More with Jason Weingarten again at Spreadopedia, host of the wide world of Weingarten. On the other side, numbers game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Back on a numbers game, live from the South Pole Hotel Casino. Tip of the strip, Skill Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here as well. Jeff, uh, during the break, jogging in place. Yes, good old-fashioned middle school exercise, Gil. <laughs> He's all bunged up, I believe is the uh, medical term. We're, we're making it through, man. We're making it through. You were doing that with uh, a bit more spryness than the, than the file cabinet. That's for sure. Love that is that. such a fantastic line. So great. Now I have a, 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 in my brain a, ca- a file cabinet attempting to run the bases in my head. The be- That's what makes it so perfect. The beauty of that is, like, just think of all the things in life where every human being listening to this has the exact same image of something. Exactly. Right? The file cabinet <laughs> is just standard issue. We all know the little handle, the, uh, the little square that holds if you want to put in a tag in there. We get tweets. Perfect. It's phenomenal. We get tweets at beating the book. Three Jack H three one three one. Love the uh, college football talk. Validating my five to one ticket on Iowa to win the Big Ten West. Thank you very much. Thank you to Pete Futek. Stats, facts, observations. Back he says, Gil, are you going to have Doctor Bob on? By the way, with his picks on college win totals, he was lights out last year. Yes, is the answer. Bob will join us later this month. He always likes to come on late August. He likes to let it marinate, get it all in. Remember, he was six and zero with us, and I think he was like eleven to one over eleven and one overall, something like that. I might even be shortchanging him. It was that good. Uh, Primetime Cowboys underscore Cubs one reacting to my useless talent of being able to name every team that's won a World Series during my lifetime. He goes, my useless talent being able to name every U.S. president in order in less than thirty seconds. In eighth grade, teacher had a song called Presidential Boogie, and it still sticks in my tiny brain to this day. Can you name all the presidents? I used to be able to when I was a kid. It would take me a while, but I think I could get there. 21, quick. No, I don't know numbers. I, I can name them, but not in order. Chester A. Arthur. Very good, Gil. Um, oh, Ian McDonald points out the yeah, I said Carter's home run was 94. Obviously, that was the uh, strike year or when it, when the World Series did not be, get played. It was 93. Thank you for that correction. That is true. And that dude... He says, living on the East Coast, I would stay up late whenever I could for the sole purpose of listening to Vin Scully call Dodgers games. He will likely be one of the last announcers to, quote, let the game breathe, unquote. That is absolutely right. And so much Jeff Parlay will appreciate this because a young burgeoning announcer like our own Ben Wilson, such a great lesson in that, right? To let the game breathe, not make it about you, the announcer itself, you are just a conduit. Uh, Jason Weingarten is with us once again from under a cloud of smoke in Southern Cali, the host of the Wide World of Weingarten podcast. How many episodes a week these days, Jason? A uh, couple. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. couple. All right, so about my question before the break. So let's take Juan Soto off the table. What's the most, from, from your betting standpoint, what were the other, what's, what's the most impactful move that happened in the last 24 hours? I thought overall the the moves the Twins made to solidify their bullpen and everything will pay dividends down the stretch, and they'll 
the likely win that division. Not much competition there in the the AL Central this year, though. Um, doesn't seem like anybody's really trying to do much of anything. The Astros, they made some moves around the the edges to get, you know, Christian Vasquez, Trey Mancini. I think, I think those moves will also pay dividends for them, you know, come playoff time. But in general, you know, the, the Padres were the biggest winner. They went out and made all the moves. And other than that, it was kind of a, a slow deadline Whit Whit Merrifield. I guess he'll, uh, It'll be a nice addition to that uh, Blue Jays lineup, you know, help with the run scoring, I guess. He's got to get vaccinated. Yeah, that's uh, that's an interesting thing. And I, I'm trying to understand the logistics. Even if he was to get vaccinated literally today, can't he not show up in Toronto for two weeks or? Jeff Parlay is, is, has some Canadian, uh, he, Canadian I, vaccine I, 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 rules. I read, I read something because Ben Attendee was the one that when Ben Attendee got moved to the Yankees, uh, there was some thought that maybe he would have gone to Toronto first. It depends on which shot. If Mer- assuming Merrifield gets vaccinated, I would imagine he will. If he gets Johnson and Johnson, the wait period to play in Toronto is shorter than getting either the two dose. Wow, vaccine. that is excellent vaccine yeah. knowledge right there. I, I also need to get into Canada one of these days, so it's important to know these things. My girl's from Toronto, right? And so, like, for the last two years, her going back and forth was the biggest pain in the butt. Like, it requires so much planning, and, like, you have to do it close to the flight. And so I think it's relaxed now a little bit from Justin Trudeau on down, but it is still with his own set of rules. But he absolutely, if he does not get vaccinated, he cannot play own games, period. That's the issue, obviously, there. So he's going to have to make a decision on that. One would think, one would think, that he will go ahead and get vaccinated. And and obviously what uh, the Blue Jays are hoping for is not this year's Whit Merrifield necessarily, but previous year's Whit Merrifield. Um, did you think the Red Sox, I always feel like on this show, and Sporer and I talk about this a lot, I always feel like we forget about the Red Sox. Do you think that their moves are going to be hugely impactful? Um, well, I think it's important in a, a case like this to – to listen to the stuff coming out of the locker room. And I saw Xander Bogarts yesterday say, you know, he openly questions the direction the team's going in and he doesn't understand how they got better trading, you know, their starting catcher and one of the locker room leaders. So it doesn't necessarily sound like Xander Bogarts is having a, a very fun time in, uh, in Boston right now. And then they added Eric Hosmer, which is sort of subtraction by addition, you know, like, <laughs> what are you doing with Eric Hosmer? What, what advanced metrics, what, you know, four, four, four D chess analysis is this front office analytics group doing that's convincing them that Eric Hosmer, even at, you know, minimum salary is worth a roster spot because I'd, you know, fire him into the sun or throw him into a wood chipper or whatever. If I, if I had the opportunity (laughs) <laughs> from a baseball standpoint. And imagine Eric Hosmer. I say this laughing through my tears. Eric Hosmer was like, DC, no, nah, I'm not going there. It's just, yeah, it's, I'm not going. You asked who the winners and losers were yesterday. Yeah. Luke Voigt, man. What a, oh. what a bad day he had waking up, getting Juan Soto as a teammate. And then, Hey, can you come here? We gotta, <laughs> gotta talk to you. Yeah. You know, <sighs> I was at the beginning of the show. I was talking about like if you're a, if you're a Nationals fan or if you're an Orioles fan, perhaps even more interestingly, right? Where it's like, hey, you've never been close to this good for like you know modern history, at least the last you know decade, and not the last decade, but close to the last decade. And 
here you are on the cusp. Uh, okay, well, the right thing to do is here is to ship Mancini and Lopez because that's how it goes. And I just, I feel like, I get it, right? From a contract standpoint, I get it. But, like, you have a sport. It's called baseball. And in order to in order to increase your fan bases, you have to give fans something to be hopeful about, right? And the Orioles just haven't earned that kind of leeway to to behave in that manner. Does that make any sense? Yeah, and it's it's one of those things that separates fans from management. And I I have very varying opinions on this because especially the last couple months getting to see you know, Preston and Crawley and what it takes to run a, a league two football team, you know? Yeah. Um, I can't imagine the actual day to day running a major professional franchise and all the stuff you have to constantly deal with just to field a team, let alone field a successful one. But at the same time, I just don't understand, you know, kind of kicking the can down the road, you know, what are the, the Orioles going to have a 50 or 60% playoff chance next year yeah. under the best of circumstances? Yeah, I just, it's like, oh, wait a little longer, guys. So you're, yeah. you're punting a 30% chance for a 60% chance in the future. Totally. I, I think, you know, a lot of this stuff looks good on paper, but the goal is to win. The, you goal, know, you don't, the goal is to win. Yes. And you never, you're never guaranteed next season. So it just it's it 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 always blows my mind that there's so much patience and so much well we'll we'll get better down the road and I'm always I want to win now I'm here to win today. What'd you make of the Giants keeping Rodon at the end? I guess they didn't get a compelling deal or they didn't you know Farhan didn't see something he liked enough to uh, to trade him but I I don't know I was actually meant to ask you this remember last year when the Giants were doing, doing big things. And we were getting all those articles about the, the secret pitching machine and their batting practice. Yeah. We're not getting those articles. this year. No, no, we're not. It's amazing how 107 wins will give you those articles. And otherwise let's put it. Will but what's, not. What the, the, it's such a, you know, short term memory, especially from the media yeah. and they hype things up and hype things up. And then the team doesn't play well. And where did that whole narrative go? Well, the magic is just, you know, it's it's marinating right now, Jay, Jason. It's, you know, they got to just re- reconcoct the magic. It's coming. Um, yeah. Okay. Baseball's we, weird. Baseball's so weird. That's the main point of all this. Juan Soto, 23-year-old, generational, traded. Ugh, poor DC. All right. Last 30 seconds. What do you got today? What have you bet? So I got, I got three bets so far of varying degrees of confidence. First bet is the Royals currently... Plus 133. I like this game the most because it looks like it's moved the most and keeps moving. Even this morning as limits increase. Uh, Baltimore plus 140. I like slightly less because that uh, that number stayed pretty high, even with uh, limits going higher this morning. And then Oakland plus one and a half minus 105. I hope Otani, you know, does Otani things and has 10 strikeouts and hits a home run or whatever. But Give me plus one and a half at almost even money here. Minus 105, I think it's a good deal. All right, we'll talk MVP next time you're on. Royals, Orioles, Athletics. Were those the three? Yep, yep. Okay. A's plus one and a half. There you go. A's plus one and a half. Coming back with Brady Cannon next. 
the numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, that VSIN college football guide is out, and it's out now. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of all 131 teams, including team trends, power ratings, and over under recommendations, plus our best season win totals bets, Heisman hopefuls, playoff predictions. It's all there. The only way to get access, though, to this year's football betting guide is to become a VSIN All Access subscriber. Sign up early and for a discounted $175, you'll receive the college and pro football betting guides along with full VSIN access all the way through the Super Bowl or join us for $40 a month and see everything VSIN has to up your betting game. Go to VSIN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. That's the Sports Betting Network. Skill Alexander, Jeff Parlay is here as well. Brady Cannon, ladies and gentlemen, co-host of the greatest golf betting show there ever was, Long Shots, joins us as well. How you doing, man? I'm great. Good to How see you. you. Good. Congratulations. You were just saying off air that your son is graduating from college? Yeah, my uh, my final trip out of town before football season starts in earnest. Didn't we, weren't we just here a second ago talking about you going on a tour with your son? <laughs> it seems that way, doesn't it? Yeah, four were, years goes pretty fast. And he ended up at Carolina? Where no, did he end up? University of Florida. Florida. But you visited Carolina, I we believe, did. at the time. Yep. Yeah, that was on the tour. Yeah. Okay, congratulations. Thank you. So Thank you're you. done, though, man. You're out. I'm done. Uh, Brady yeah. Cannon's wrapping it up, everybody. This just did. No, Two kidding. kids off the payroll here pretty soon. Off the payroll. <laughs> Is that how you view your children, Brady? <laughs> On the payroll. Well, uh, good. Congratulations to him, and congratulations to you and the thank wife. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we've, we probably should mention this before we get into golf talk, because we talked about Vin Scully, uh, obviously, uh, but we didn't talk about the, the football news that happened yesterday, and I'm not talking about Deshaun Watson, by the way, uh, just over 24 hours for Roger Goodell and, and that office to make any kind of appeal on the Deshaun Watson ruling by former federal judge Sue L. Robinson, so 24 hours left to do that. But the other football news yesterday was that the NFL notified the Miami Dolphins, this has no betting implications, but it's worth bringing up, uh, that the team would be stripped of its 2023 first round pick next year. So that's kind of huge if they, you know, because that doesn't give them the same flexibility they have next year with first round picks. They would have had two, now they have one. So they go stripped of its 2023 first round pick, among other disciplinary measures, for violations of league policies relating to the integrity of the game. Following a six month investigation, the league found the Dolphins and primarily team owner Stephen Ross and vice chairman limited partner Bruce Beal violated the anti tampering policy. On three occasions from 2019 to 2022 in conversations with quarterback Tom Brady and the agent for then New Orleans Saints head coach Sean Payton. However, the NFL did not find evidence that the team intentionally lost games during the 2019 season. So they were they were absolved of tanking allegations that head coach Brian Flores had made. Remember, in February, he said in a lawsuit alleging racism in the league's hiring practices that Ross attempted to incentivize him to tank or purposely lose games shortly after he was hired in 2019 with Ross allegedly offering him a hundred thousand dollars for every loss that season. That's what Flores alleged. GM Chris Greer told him Ross was mad that the on-field success was compromising their draft position. By the way, in addition to the first round pick dolphins also forfeit their 2024 third round selection. Ross gets fined a million and a half suspended through October 17th. Bill gets fined $500,000. Anyway, I mean, that's a pretty brutal thumbing of the nose at rules, like at tampering rules. Now, here's the thing. When this first came out, remember what we were talking about? We weren't as concerned about the tampering. Like We didn't care about that. We only cared about the tanking. Well, doesn't it seem like 
they've punished him according to the tanking, but they're calling it tampering? I Yes. To answer your question, yes. Because wouldn't it be awful if the NFL admitted that some hanky-panky was going on? Yeah, no, I totally agree. Like, cause the, it, the, and then Brian Flores, by the way, it's so funny hearing their, you know, both Ross and, and Flores commenting afterwards. Because Ross is like, well, you see, we're free of all this stuff. And, you know, I don't agree with this punishment, but I'll accept it. And Flores is like, yeah, this is great and everything. But, like, it sucks that you guys are acting like I didn't, you know, what I was talking about isn't true. Because it was. I'm not so sure they don't disagree with him. Correct. And I, and I would imagine they found some evidence. Yeah. But to your point... That is the, that's the third rail. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And for those of us who bet, that's the stuff that is fascinating to us. Obviously, we, you know, we did it betting-wise and for the draft and Tankapalooza and basketball, but with football, the notion that we're all so immersed in the NFL in a way that we just are not in anything else, but the notion that your team is being incentivized by an owner to actively tank, I totally believe Brian Flores. Mm-hmm. Totally believe him. He, he never came off to me as a dishonest guy. No. Flores is with the Steelers now, it should be pointed yep. out. Which is interesting, too. There's uh, some angles there possibly yeah. moving forward in betting. And it, it, yeah, I, I guess, which what, the Flores part of it? Yeah, like, you know, when, they, when they're matched up, they don't have a game this particular year, but if they are, happen to face the Dolphins or other teams that Flores had success against, the Patriots, yeah. I mean, Flores was a darn good coach. He is a great coach. I Listen, I just... The only reason I want to bring it up is because, you know, when we first started doing Tankapalooza, there were there were people who were like, oh, really? You think the players? It's never the players, right? It's, it's what's being put out there on the field or on the court or whatever. And I just want to bring up that this is not something that is impossible, right? Like, it's just, you just wonder how, if this is, you know, beyond Stephen Ross or anything. Anyway, he was absolved of that part of it, but gets the tampering violations. And, but the tampering violations are brutal. Like, he absolutely should, should get nailed. They, that franchise should absolutely get nailed for that. Yeah, and but do you think, like, I mean, it seems forms of tampering go on quite often. Sure. So would you get a, would you get fined a million and a half and the other guy gets half a million and they take away a couple of draft picks? Does that, you know, crime really fit the punishment? I don't think so. I, I think they busted him for the the tanking. Yep, I think you're right. They just didn't spell it out that way. I think you're exactly right. Because Lord knows there's a lot of other owners that should get absolutely punished for other things. Daniel Snyder, I'm talking about you. But this one did get punished, and I'm with you. It had To me, it had to be for the tanking part of it, even though that's not what's being stated. Tampering would have been you know, a slap on the hand, I would have believed. You know, the, it's, do you bet preseason at all? I used to quite a bit. Why and, don't you anymore? Uh, it, it just seems like the market moves so quickly now if you don't catch it early. And and preseason is so much information-based. And, you know, like, I don't know about five years ago, but certainly ten years ago, I think you could find things out and get a good number. And and I had very good preseasons. I, I went undefeated a couple of times. You know, I didn't bet every game, but, you know, maybe went 5 or 6-0, and 8-0, oh, oh, something like that. Um, but now I think the information, especially with social media, it, it becomes disseminated so quickly that the odds makers can move. And it, it, I think it's just hard to, to beat it anymore. I, I never, never bet preseason. I understand for those who used to, and those that are, I acknowledge if, if some had success doing it, good on them for the reasons you state. 
It was never anything I wanted to get involved in. Well, it, it was just a market where I think you could really gain an edge. If you could, I'm yeah. all about it. You, you could yeah. find out who was going to try and win the game and who was going through a glorified practice. And, yeah. and now you can find that out, but everybody knows about it so quickly, you, you lose yeah. even, what, what even, used to was. The thing is, even with that, though, the game is too long for, for my taste to still manifest all the time. Right? It's like Even if I had some knowledge of how long the starters are playing for, it's still a four-quarter game, and it's, there's too many random events. But, but for those who used to do it and for those who still do it, God bless you. I, I, I'm just not I, I have. I, I don't know if I've I maybe bet two preseason games last year, and and maybe I was one and one or something like that. But no, I just it's not the same. You don't, so you don't do a parlay, do you? You don't bet any preseason. Do you? Very very rarely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I don't. I mean, you know, there's still some situations out there. John Harbaugh's really good in preseason. John Gruden used to be a guy that was trying to win every game. Steve Spurrier used to let out the whole playbook when he was with Washington. <laughs> well, we're just gonna pitch it and catch it. They like beat. <laughs> They like went to Osaka and beat the Niners like forty-one to sixteen. I'm like, oh great, we're showing everything. This is awesome. Uh, real quick here before the break, because we do want to get into the Wyndham Championship and your thoughts uh, at the Sedgefield Country Club this week at the PGA Tour, the last PGA Tour before the three uh, FedEx Cup tournaments. I always ask you this: FedEx Cup, because it's layered, because it's. 130 to 75 to 30. Is that what those are the numbers? Uh, 125 to 70 to 30. <laughs> I completely botched that. 125 guys. No. 125 to 70 to 30. Staggered start when it's 30. Yeah. Staggered in terms of where you start the tournament in the scoreboard. I think that that one, the tour championship, the yeah. final 30 is the least bettable. The least bettable. So, so that was my question. So does this. Because I'm, I'm sort of, I'm into anything that requires sort of multi-layered thinking, and I, I enjoy betting the FedEx Cup, but it's not your thing. Well, like I say, the Tour Championship is very tough. Maybe I'll try a future or two. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Right. On, like on it, some like guys it, to win the whole thing? Yeah, because if you can figure out who will be positioned properly, mm -hmm. right, uh, come Tour Championship in those final 30, and I believe that starts... You're 10 under, first first place going into the Tour Championship was 10 under, followed by 8 under, 7 under, 6 right. under, so on. And I, and I assume that they're not going to amend that this year. I, I believe yes. that will be the case once yeah. again. Now the prize, oddly enough, has increased $18 million to the FedEx Cup Championship. What was it before, 10? Yeah, 10. Used to be 10. 18 and then I million. think it may have gone to 15 last year, now 18. I just want to make this point again. That is the one thing where live, live golf has like does need to be given credit for they have pushed the pga to do stuff i think it's kind of shifted it's all it's almost better to be a pga tour guy now because like you say competition has created dollars coming back more brady cannon next at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This 
is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? Well, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20. MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We get tweets at Beating the Book. This is from Nick Shea. Uh, Hosmer is an upgrade. Talking about uh, what Jason Weingarten was saying about Eric Hosmer, he says Hosmer is an upgrade over any other option the Sox had at first base, a position at which the Red Sox lead the league in errors this season. He's also a decidedly better offensive option than uh, Dolbeck is. By the way, uh, Nick, I I said to Jeff Parlay off air, I can totally see a moment in the postseason if the Red Sox get there where Hosmer has the key sequence of any game. Totally can see that. It's pretty sad state of affairs for Red Sox first baseman that Hosmer is even potentially looked as an upgrade. Trevor Warwick traveling in and out of Canada is still a disaster. I would rather have a kidney stone over, oh. over traveling through. <laughs> no, Pearson. you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't, Trevor. <laughs> I but I understand your point. Apropos. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Jeff Parlay coming back from kidney stones. I know. I know. Poor guy. Although he hasn't produced the stone, so we're a little skeptical. Ooh. Yeah. Let me see the stone, Jeff. Brady Cannon is here to talk some golf with us. Wyndham Championship uh, this week, Sedgefield Country Club. Um, how would you describe this field? I think it's an underrated event, man. 
you know uh, Andy Molitor that uh, does the deep dive. Deep dive yeah, he Drew. was our guest on Long Shots this week. Uh, you can check that out at vcin.com slash podcast. Um, and, and he and I both agreed that he loves this event, he said, because so much is on the line. you got to finish in the top 125 mm-hmm. to keep your tour card, to make the FedEx Cup playoffs. I think it's a predictable tournament as far as course history. Guys that play well here typically play well here year after year. Webb Simpson, Siwoo Kim, Kevin Kisner. You know, it's kind of that shorter knockers golf course. Um, shorter knockers. Shorter knockers. But uh, I think it's a fun tournament with, you know, with the end of the season looming and the urgency and whatnot. Um so I landed on uh, some of the shorter shots. I, I, I don't think, like the last couple of weeks, the Rocket Mortgage and the, the 3M Open in Minnesota, I think you certainly uh, you know, could take a shot with some guys deeper down the board. Now it ended up being Tony Finau, who was a very <laughs> short shot. Um, but this one, I think... Good for him, by the way. Oh, yeah, awesome. Yeah. But uh, this one, I have a feeling, is probably going to land on somebody more in the... Uh, I'd go maybe 40 to one at the, at the most, I think it's going to be 40 to one or less. And we've had a lot of short shots winning golf tournaments as of late. I think that trend will continue. Uh, my shortest shot is Shane Lowry at uh, plus 1650. You know, he started out the season on such a roll and he's cooled off a little bit, but my numbers just have him, you know, really spot on as the top of my board for what skill sets are required this week. Uh, so I went with the Irishman. I think you could argue he's the very best player in the field. Then we get more into the course specialist, Russell Henley. I was on him last year, Gil. He led for 63 holes. He led going into the back nine on Sunday. Unfortunately, it unraveled after that. But uh, I'm I think, going back I think to I the... remember Matt and Kelly dying on that hill, too. Oh, that was tough. Yeah. yeah. It was one of those where I had, like, four guys in the top ten, and none of them came through. Um he was very good last week at the Rocket Mortgage, and now he gets his preferred putting surface of Bermuda grass at the Wyndham. So I like Russell Henley. He's got a great history there and on Donald Ross courses as well. I did take a shot with Siwoo uh, Kim at 28-1. to 1. This guy, his last five trips to the Wyndham, has finished fifth, third, second, and first. Uh, he's one of those guys that is just remarkable at this particular course. There's a correlation also with TPC Sawgrass. If you look at the last 11 winners of the Wyndham Championship, five of them have also won the Players' Championship. Uh, also a strong correlation with Harbortown, uh, but Siwoo Kim, a former Players' Champion, Brian Harmon at 36 to 1. Our guest Andy Molitor is uh, also on Harmon at 36 to 1. He's got tremendous form on the correlated courses. Great short game, great putter. And interesting, Brian Harmon just finished sixth at the British Open. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so this guy certainly in good form as well. Christian Bezadenhout, I know you like him. Bezadenhout. 55 to 1. And he feels to me, Gil. Yeah. First of all, he's shown that he can compete in a birdie fest. He finished second at the John Deere Classic. He really checks all the boxes as far as the skill set. Maybe the very best putter in the field. Um, but he feels like one of those guys like Will Zalatoris, Davis Riley, Cameron Young, that's about to win any day now. Cameron Young feels like he is on the cusp every time out. It's like he finishes second every week. Yeah. But Bezadenhout, I, I think, am, is a good play this I week. I am totally beating myself up that I didn't take Cam Young in my one and done with Kelly and Matt for primetime last week. I instead went Max Homa, who had a very ho-hum, like top 30-ish kind of finish. I had him in a matchup over Adam Scott that cashed, so he did just well enough. Just well enough. Um, Okay, any head-to-heads here? Yeah, I I also played two long bombs, and again, I I 
came out and said, I think it's probably going to be a shorter shot. But I think these prices are probably a little too big on these guys. I don't know if they'll win. Maybe a better top 20 bet on Joel Damon at 120 to 1 and Lucas Glover at 180 to 1. Uh, you know, they, they, the skill sets match up, but uh, again, they are long bombs. Uh, head-to-head matchups, Siwoo Kim over Ju Young Kim. Siwoo at about minus 120, minus 125. And Ju Young Kim is another guy that is really making a lot of noise as of late. Just finished seventh last week. He is a very good player, but I like Siwoo as the course specialist here. Uh, Terrell Hatton, minus 110 over Adam Scott. I've seen that price get to about minus 130. I'm okay with it in the minus 125 range if you can find it. Kevin Kisner at even money over Adam Scott, and Kisner's now gone to the favorite in that matchup as well. Again, I'm okay with it till about minus 120, minus 125. No Davis Riley, no Varner, none of those names. I almost landed on Varner. I was good. Uh, I'm just I'm just scrolling down. I'm I like, wouldn't be surprised yeah. by by a show from Harold Varner this week. Well, that's the sentence, right? I wouldn't be surprised by a show, which is until you see him win, you can't go that far. Yeah, yeah. I I, I had all my plays, and I was trying to find one more. I felt like I just needed one more really good candidate to win, and that's when I added Siwoo Kim. But Varner was a guy I was heavily considering. Almost pushed the button on HV3. Have you done any NFL uh, sort of preseason stuff? Um, Just talking with our buddy uh, Las Vegas Chris, Mm -hmm. who I'm going to lunch with a little later today. Nice. Um, I did a uh, two-team six-point teaser, and I was asking him what he thought about the Raiders and the Chargers. I teased the Raiders up to plus 10. Are we talking about week one now? What are week we one. Yeah, yeah, week one of the NFL. Week one. Week one regular Chargers season. are at home laying three and a half. Mm-hmm. I think that crowd will probably favor the Raiders rather than the Chargers. It's at least a 50-50 split. Um, you know those teams for the last handful of games, they've all come down to the wire. It was nearly a tie. In the la- it should have been a tie in the la- very last game last year. And I, one thing that I really like uh, about this matchup is Josh McDaniels comes over uh, from the Patriots, of course, Mm -hmm. and the last three or four times the Patriots have played the Chargers, they have owned them. So I think there's a little bit of an edge there for McDaniels in knowing how to game plan against this team. What's your, by the way, Brady Cannon, oh, by the way, won a super contest back in the day. (laughs) Want to give you your street cred for those who are just landing. In 2011, I'm sorry, I'm not supposed to say the year, Brady. No, that's uh, okay. Won the the super contest with Sanssouci, his team, three others. There was a fifth guy who decided, uh, there was a team of four the year before, and one guy was like, yeah, I don't want to do it next year. (laughs) You ended up winning without him. Um, So... Is there a, what's the, we only have a couple minutes here, less than a couple minutes. What's the team that you are more bullish on than the market? What's the team that you are more bearish on than the general market? Uh, well, I like the Ravens, I, and I don't think I'm alone there. I did bet the Ravens to win the division at plus 190. And maybe it takes a little value away from that with Deshaun Watson only getting six games, but who knows? He may get another six games here pretty quick. Yeah, I, I have my doubts about that, but we'll see. The, the 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 Ravens to win the division, just anecdotally, let's see if uh, Parley agrees with this, seems like the most popular bet of the offseason. Well, remember, when it came out, the number was very high. Yeah. For, it for, was better than 2-1. to one. Yeah, It was maybe it was plus, plus 225 yeah, or so. Plus, I think plus 230, plus 225 was the best you could do. Yeah. The, I think that's part of the reason that we've seen a lot of people bet that. I don't think we're seeing people bet it now at plus 160, though. What, no, I agree with you. Yeah, your, and I, I, I jumped on it at plus 190. I was happy with that. Which are more bearish than the market pick? 
gosh, I don't know. Um, maybe the Buffalo Bills. Really? Wow. You know, they played a really easy schedule last year, and and uh, they play a much more difficult schedule this year. Now, I love that team. I'm just saying maybe people are higher on them than yeah. not. Let, let's not just start making Super Bowl hats for everybody just yet. <laughs> well, we had Aaron Schaus from Football Outsiders on yesterday. He'll join us tomorrow to talk AFC as well. But he was saying their simulations, Bills had the most in terms of just over 10% chance to win the Super Bowl in all their simulations, but that's the lowest of any team ever there in terms go. of being the number one shot to win the Super Bowl in their projections. Thank you, Brady. Appreciate you it. Brady Cannon, congratulations to your son again. Lombardi line is next. Ben Wilson in the house. The sports betting leader. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.